0: Talk Radio.
1: What's up, everybody? Y'all tuned into The Drum, and we are here again this Tuesday, and I am CJ Paisley.
2: Oh, and I am Dereznini Morin, and I'm Ashley Osborne. AO. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we got a special, special show for y'all tonight. We also have two special guests that we're going to bring into the show fairly soon, but we have a great discussion for you all today
2: as well. All right, yeah. Let, let's let's just go ahead and let our guests introduce themselves. Okay. Um, we got two associates from Leo Burnett in from sh- in Chicago, the Chicago. So uh, go ahead.
3: I am Shakira C. Brooks. I'm a senior director for Leo Burnett on the P&G brand business.
4: What's going on, y'all? My name is Pony Annan
1: and I'm assistant account executive on the Intel account. Nice. Glad to have you all on the show today. Appreciate y'all coming. Thank you for coming. Of course. It's good to be in Dallas. We, like, asked them, like, 30 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> we going put that out there. Yeah. And they said yes. Yep. So, yeah, we got a great show for y'all. Um, Duresney, I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend?
2: My weekend? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my weekend... Um has been one that I will tell my kids about, honestly. <laughs> because it was um something to remember. Um and uh, you know, when you when things when big things happen you 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 realize how valuable your life is. And this weekend uh I think uh, fifteen Hertz as a whole experienced um something wow well, I can't even put words to it but basically for those who don't know we're in Dallas. We're recording live from Dallas uh we live in the south side of Dallas, so deep town boogie, I'm just saying. And um uh so Saturday morning around midnight, uh there was an individual who attacked the police department across the street from our from our apartment complex. Um so the individual was a shooting at the police department in Dallas police department not our apartment complex but because we were so near we heard and saw almost everything um i live on the seventh floor not facing the police department actually facing towards the the north side so i didn't really like i heard but i didn't see but cj you're on the fifth floor no no no, you're on the eighth floor. floor i'm
1: right above you but, um, yeah, so basically everything that you heard, I heard as well. Um, but it was just crazy. Because I was asleep, and then my roommate, Joshua Gilbo, <laughs> came and woke me up. <laughs> like, just like, I mean, God just should have been there for real. Like, it was crazy. So, yeah. yeah, like, have y'all heard about it? Did y'all hear about yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. But but of, you know, kind of, a little it's, bit. It's always yeah. good to have a recap. Yeah. For we'll recap, because we don't really well, know we'll the give you the personal recap. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I was asleep, right? I was <laughs> the window.
1: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was asleep. Heard the gunshots go off. Actually, I didn't. My roommate came, woke me up, grabbed me by my ankle. I never seen his eyes this big. All right, and I was just scared. So as soon as I woke up, all you heard was shooting. It sounded like they were shooting right over my bed. Hey. And I'm on the eighth floor, <laughs> exactly. And so he wakes me up, wakes up my other roommate. They say they're shooting. Whatever. It sounds like a big old shootout. And like, after a while, it kind of died down. It kept shooting a little bit, but it died down slowly to the point where I fell asleep again. But at 4 o'clock, a bomb went off, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bomb went off. The police, like, 10 minutes prior to that, knocked on our door and said, everybody has to evacuate the building. Oh yeah, so this was our weekend. So yeah. 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 So what
3: was the backstory? What happened? Is it just
1: some... Well, I could read you off
2: the backstory story according to MSNBC. So there was um one individual uh for those who were the residents and um we were we thought there were more than one or uh, first they thought there was four people but it was just one individual who uh decided to attack the police department he had several guns and um bombs he had pipe bombs and things along those lines and uh he planted them he did run away from the scene he ran away successfully got away from the scene went to another side of the town in Dallas and that is when uh, the police cornered uh, him in his van. He informed the police that, you know, don't, you know, don't trigger anything with my van because it will explode. But the police did kill him while he was still in his van. And then later on, they confirmed his death. The bomb that was explode that exploded was um, actually a robot who triggered it. It was bags of bombs scattered around and they had to basically detonate it, and it it did explode. It broke some glass windows. There are still, like, wooden planks in front of the glass windows as we speak right now because the police department, I mean, this happened Saturday morning. So from midnight to 4 to 5 o'clock in the morning, it was pure chaos within where we stayed in on the news. Uh, um, Our account planner for 15 Hertz, Joshua Gilbo, actually was featured on um, New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, CNN, yeah, all the spots. <laughs> he, he did have all the spots because he was awake. And if you were, if for those who were awake, because it was like midnight. Surprisingly, aren't we supposed to be up? It's <laughs> Friday. <laughs> So he was up, and if you were up, I was in the hallway, but you heard so many different shots. Like, it, it felt like the person had multiple uh, guns that, you know, they were big, they were
1: small, they a were... Gun in, a, uh, in a rifle, an automatic rifle
3: yeah. But just, just this some, was like some enemy of the state stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guy
1: was in a bullet like a armored van or something like that. It was just armored. Didn't he we buy just it just off eBay or something? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, bought it right off at
2: eBay. Now they're saying that he attacked the police department yeah. because uh, they took away his. They, he said that they had some involvement with him getting his son taken away from him, his child. So in a sense, it was his uh, retaliation. Um, And then also he's been accused, or quote-unquote, I'm saying quote-unquote, accused of being a terrorist. So this was his form of, like, getting back. You know, when you get fed up, Things happen when you get fed up. Yeah, people do snap, but this was more than snapping. This was, like, <laughs> you <went> off okay. <laughs> for months, and, like, yeah, a premeditated. You know, like, building bombs, not more. Not one bomb, but several bombs. Several. Getting the right van, <laughs> you know, like, this was <laughs> real. Having ammunition. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, this is not, like, I
3: snapped it. I just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> one time, like, this
1: is very out. premeditated. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so all in all, we want to just say thank you to to uh Dallas Police Department because we were all secured, no one was hurt, you know, and no I'm one really was happy no. That you guys
3: are okay. Thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you.
2: Um they came in full force. They were very uh strategic on what they were doing, even though they were dealing with not only guns and uh, individual but bombs. So we want to say thank you to Dallas Police Department for continuing to secure the community, especially in situations like this. Yes.
1: Clap it up for... <laughs>
2: We made it, we made it, we made it so um let's let's go ahead, let's continue and talk about more about the news. We got more about the news with Ashley, all right, so basically, as you all
0: know, Pepsi is one of our clients for the summer, and they just recently released their new uh campaign for their Pepsi pass promotion, and basically it's a It's a program, it's like a rewards program where you earn points to win prizes such as concert tickets and tickets to, like, MLB All-Star Games. Just, like, it's supposed to be, like, summer fun oriented. So, basically, just trying to get you to drink Pepsi and get you to um, have a reward because they want to be at the pulse and at the center of culture. So, they kind of, you know, created a campaign to do a spin off of that. But the ads, the ads, the ads. They released two ads, and they're both direct shots at their direct competitor, which is Coca-Cola. And um, I think it was really clever because one of the lines that they used um, was that, okay, so basically to set up the scenario, there are two people at the the um, soda machines, and one is Pepsi and one is Coke, obviously. When they both get their drinks, um, the a voiceover comes over and says, every hour you can win a concert ticket or every hour you win fun basically and uh the the person with the coke is just sitting there and then someone goes oh that's okay you still got the polar bear so that was that's like the first ad and then the second one is basically saying um, you know how Coke did the the thing with the the name your Coke, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> so it's a woman who has it, but her Coke says Larry, and then <laughs> basically going off of you've still got da 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 da. She said you've at least you have your name on your Coke, and she was like, uh, does my name, do I look like a Larry or something like that? It was really funny. So that's like one of the things that came out recently. So what
3: y'all think about that? whole bunch of shade being thrown, basically but in a way yeah. that's really <clears throat> it gets your attention in a way that's funny. It makes you chuckle. And right. we work with, I mean, we don't work personally with Coke, but we have Coke at we overnight. Yeah. So we can appreciate. the, marketing I appreciate the yeah, You we, know, it was we, good. It was, good <laughs> it was funny. Of our game, you know. You yeah. gotta, that's how come you come. create good <laughs> things. You yeah. know, yeah. you have that competition if you aren't being challenged by. Other companies that are in your same yeah. uh, brand, Mm-hmm. you. I mean, what do you? You're just kind of yeah. like chilling. You're like, whatever. No, it doesn't really matter. Like, they motivate each other, and that's. So do you really feel really
1: that? that um, I'm sorry. Do you feel that Pepsi, uh, not Pepsi, um, Coca-Cola will retaliate, or? Ooh, Oof, I don't, I don't know, know if
3: they'll retaliate specifically, but I think that they're definitely gonna come back with something stronger, mm-hmm. yeah. like some fire, some kind of like. Topper, because that's what it all is. It's yeah. like advertising is about who can top their competitor yeah. and get the results.
1: Yeah, right. Because the dude was laughing real hard in the video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I seen that's like okay, all right, that's good. <laughs> that's what, uh, do I look like Larry to you? I'm like, no, nah, you don't look like. Larry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, so go ahead. Okay. So, um, in other news, <coughs> Wyden and Kennedy has just. They've reached an agreement to drop not drop but their contract has ended with Heineken. Um but they also said that they're very proud of the things that they've done, um, the things that they produced. So it was it wasn't like a big fallout. Basically it was just like it, end of term. So that's in other news. Um Twitter's ad revenue, as you, as we might know, Twitter is in search of a new CEO right now. Mm. And, yeah, <laughs> so um, 89% of their revenue comes from advertising. Um, Twitter's revenue comes from advertising. But in the first three months of this year, it says that the sales have declined. So that's going to be, like, basically a new challenge for the new CEO to come in and figure out how they can... Figure out how they can get that growth back up and also get more users onto Twitter platforms because what's advertising with no audience? So, yeah.
3: Say that again. What's
0: advertising with no audience? is why she's our copywriter.
1: Retweet. 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 <laughs> yeah, that <was> good. <laughs>
2: Save.
0: Save. Favorite.
2: Favorite. Oh, and. <laughs> Remember when Twitter went public? Like, I, I, it was like a big Twitter's going public, Twitter's going public, and then you see situations like that. Um, uh, lately, with the cases and the clients that we have, we, we're always dipping into social media and trying to figure out how social media works. I tell everybody that Twitter is micro- Blogging, mm-hmm. right. Twitter is micro. That's the definition of Twitter. It's microblogging. You blog in 140 characters, okay? And um, a lot of nowadays, when I see like the generation <clears throat> underneath us move on, and like I tutor, right? So, so I'm tutoring a 12 year old, and she's like, "Why do you use Twitter? That's too much reading." She's told me that before, no. and I was just like, "That's this is why I'm tutoring you. You know, like this is why I'm working with too you." Too much. much reading. Yeah, Still so too That's much reading. Great. A lot of kids nowadays are going into more visual, more visual. But I think there's hope for Twitter when there comes to uh, apps like Meerkat, yeah, um, mm-hmm. which allows you to live stream and tweet, so right. you have that visual aspect and that written verbal aspect. Um, in addition to that, Twitter opened up now their videos are thirty. Well, their videos are thirty seconds. Um, so for those who are trying to make sure they know how to market, when you're posting a video on Twitter, take advantage of those 30 seconds, exactly. you know, so there's, you know, this, I can't give away everything for free, but, <laughs> but, you know, um, uh, that's something good to know that Twitter, there's still hope. I think, I believe so. There's still hope. But Facebook's still alive? Twitter, you definitely have a world in the social media platform. Darissa, you're about to fill out her
1: application for... I'm just saying that. See me. See me, (laughs)
0: see (laughs) me. Challenges. (laughs) I think you know. You never know. I do. Also, um, (laughs) recently... Brian Blue, or also known as Blue the Great, who is MGP. Is he MGP alum? He's a Dallas, Texas native. Yeah, he was featured in the, I I forget what the, it was a Dallas magazine. But um, basically just telling his story, I thought that was really cool. Just to kind of like summarize that, they said that he started painting um, he would paint over his Air Force Ones when he was, like, a kid. And basically his love for just creating things with his hands kept growing and growing. And now he's been, he's um, moved to L.A. He's worked on a mural for, um, across the street from Fairfax High School on, um, what's the street? I think it's Fairfax Street or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, he he designed a mural that says, Welcome to Fairfax. They pulled him in to personally design that and personally build that, which is so dope. He's been an art boss. He's done all types of things. So definitely shout-out to Blue. Um, we we see you working. We see you doing all these great things. Um, shout-out to Blue. Shout-out to Blue. Hopefully we'll see him
2: next week. Yes, yeah. next week. <laughs> the, the drum. Nice. We're going to do some work, but we're going to also have some fun. Oh, yeah. as, you should, as you should. So next week, the drum coming live from L.A. Y'all look out for that, okay? Y'all look out. Mm-hmm. We'll try our best to stay on Central Time, but we'll be in the side. Yeah. Uh, 'cause we'll try to
1: do it from the beach. Yeah. It <laughs> might be a video with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, is is that all with the news? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So <coughs> go ahead. I was going to say, let's play some music real quick. 'Cause I see some Erica Badu that the me put on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then when we get back we're gonna pick our brains of our two special guests from Leo Burnett. So right now we have Erica Badu, didn't you know? Oh um, <laughs> Discussion right <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're having a great discussion. So, that was Erica Badu with Didn't You Know? And Pani, that was your song. That was my jam. <laughs> the whole song was bobbing my head.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I made sure I put it there because, you know, just to vibe. Because we're here, we're on the drum, and that's all we oh, do great. in Dallas. Oh yes, in Dallas. And despite the rain, we're still smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here.
3: What's that? I have like... Have you
2: ever been to
3: Dallas? I have never been to Dallas. I've never been to Texas. Really? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: this, this is our first Oh, your second. Okay. That's for everyone, when I was like, oh, I'm
3: going to Dallas, I was like, why
2: are you in a Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> right. City girls can go to Texas, too. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's, you know, you guys are here, and we want to learn more about you all. We want our listeners to know more about you all. So, yes, yeah, you're a city girl. Earlier, uh, you were talking about that you, you're you from New York City. Yes. So, Go ahead. What brought you from New York to where you are now? Um, I grew up in New York City.
3: I went to college in Chicago at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and I kind of just like got trapped. After that, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna move back to New York, and then I get a job, and then I'm gonna move back to New York, and then I'm in a relationship, and then oh, here you go. <laughs> a
2: years later,
3: and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I still have my New York State license. I have refused to give it up. So I. <laughs> I feel like I'm a nomad and figuring it out, so that's my journey. All right?
4: Yeah. I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. Oh. Um, Ooh, there we um, go.
1: Love oh, my mom. M- <laughs>
3: uh,
4: Went to school at the University of Missouri, M- M- yeah. um Yeah, I know. My man's from St. Louis. St. Louis. So. And um, know everybody knows. are <laughs> on the L's up. Right now. Yeah, no, fine. So, <laughs> <already> Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I interned at Leo Burnett the summer after my junior year of college, and then I graduated last year, and I am working there full-time in Chicago. So, uh, not as an elaborate story as Shakira, but, oh, yeah. you know, I'm
1: still cool.
3: Mine wasn't that elaborate. I didn't even tell how like, I got to Leo I was like, and then I'm from New York, and then
1: yeah. I have my ID. I love my ID. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: So yeah, we do want to learn how you got to Leo Burnett. Um, in the program, uh, we are reading. We have books that we read, and last week and first week we read "How to Get a, How to Be Black and Get a Job in Advertising" by Bill Sharp. And you all are people of color, and you have an advertising job in one of the most world-renowned firms. Um, so let us know, and other our listeners too. How did this happen, and how not only did you get a job, but do you keep your job in advertising? Do you
3: want
1: to Sure.
4: Um, I'll go ahead and start. So, for me, um, I was actually in an organization called uh, National Association of Black Journalists, NABJ. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm I'm
4: a journalism major, so I'm a journalist by trade, but my emphasis was in advertising. Um, in NABJ we take a trip every year um, it's called a media tour and we go to all different cities and we visit their media outlets so uh, one summer or one winter actually we went to Chicago and we got to go to Leo Burnett and you know networking is always the way in so I started networking with people in the office so they remember me then I went to career fair I saw them I reminded them of who I was and um, I was able to get internships so um, I think one thing about being black and being in the advertising industry is that we're kind of hot right now. You know, everybody wants us because, in my opinion, we drive culture. So that's something that we always have in our back pocket, like, hey, we can really help you. So, um... Now. Now. <laughs> now.
1: <laughs>
3: a few true. years ago. A few years ago, yeah. different.
4: But I think that we're really hot right now. So for all of you out there listening, seeking a job, just remember that you have a lot of value. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, for me, I've always uh, been mostly into fine arts. I went to a fine arts specified high school and also the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Um, and then I think the middle of my sophomore year, I was like, I'm not going to be a painter. <laughs> like, I can't make money off of that. I can't sustain. So I went into visual communications and kind of fell into graphic design. And from there, I uh, just worked different smaller boutiques and um, freelanced. And ended up at a marketing agency for the alcohol beverage industry, and got laid off during the recession, which was really fun. Oh, wow. mm. But it turned out to be a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, it kind of helped me find my value in a sense, and I actually got to Leo in a roundabout, accidental way. Like you said, uh, like Honey said, networking is everything. I happened to go to a dinner party. Um, and a friend of a friend's wife, like, knew someone who worked with IT in Leo Burnett, and she's like, you are amazingly talented, and I think that you would be great there. And I was like, oh, ha-ha, whatever, like, great, nice of you to say. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, here's my email, like, email me. So uh, I emailed her, and then um, eight months later, Mm -hmm. I got a call from creative recruiters uh, at Leo Burnett, and I interviewed with a couple teams, and two teams wanted me at the same time, so I was able to kind of pit them against each other yeah. and choose. Um, yeah, and so keep those relationships. I mean, it's it really is about how you represent yourself, even in ways when you don't think that you're in a professional setting. You never know who will see something in you and find that talent and find that spark and like you, like, To be likable and to be personable is a huge thing because if people like you, they'll be willing to go out of their way to help you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's it. And, like, once you get in, the key is really hard for me when I first started because I was literally the only black creative on my floor, I was the second black person on my floor Mm -hmm. of like 120 people on my team. Um, So it was really, really, really hard, and I felt very isolated, and I grew up in New York City where I've always been used to diversity. I've never been in a situation where I was the only person of color, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and having to deal with that on a daily basis, like, it can break you down because you feel really lonely, feel like you don't have that connection that everyone else seems to have, and they don't get it, and like, even if you have friends it's like it's still that disconnect and understanding that the history of the ad industry is a very white male world Mm -hmm. and it's still very white male dominated and even white female dominated so being a black woman Mm -hmm. it's like I had to work even harder to prove myself and to prove my talents and to get to a point where I've made myself indisposable like Mm. my team like they know like I'm going to show up and I'm going to do my work and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to come with creative solutions and I'm an asset. So if you make yourself an asset and you make it hard for them to say no to you, then that's how you keep your position and that's how you rise in your position.
4: And to add on that, I think what Shakira said at the tail end of that is uh, very important. As you are probably going to be the only black person around, for, you know, the beginning, because advertising is really shifting now where more African-Americans, black people are coming into industry, but there's a period right now that we're in where there's not a lot of us. And our job is to be pioneers and to set expectations that whoever comes after us will do exactly what we're doing and do it better than us. Because, mm-hmm. they're, because we haven't been in the industry for very long or haven't had a prominent presence for a long time, they don't know how to trust us yet. You know what I mean? They don't know that, you know, we can do the same amount of work that they can do, that we're just as capable, we're just as smart, we're just as creative. That's still new to them. So at least in my experience, I've been struggling with getting my boss's trust sometimes because, you know, I am a black male and advertiser, I'm the only black male on my floor. There's probably five black men in account management at my company, you know, and most of us are junior level. So that's Gary in itself. So that's that's a big task that we have, but I think that, you know, as time moves forward, we can build more. You know, we have a bunch of people in Marcus Graham who are going to come up and be amazing. Yeah.
3: So yeah. I think you know, you that. <laughs> yeah. how You pay it forward. You pay you know, it, it forward. It forward. And that's what it is. It's like exactly. we take everything that we've gone through and that yeah. we learn, and we share it with you because we want you to have less of a struggle. We yeah. want to elevate you. We want to pull you up with us mm-hmm. because – we see the talent in you. We see the drive, and that deserves to be recognized, always. So don't ever sell yourself short.
2: Thank you. Wow, I I appreciate that. Like, first of all, speak that into existence, okay? We are coming up soon. But most importantly, not only did you, you get a job in advertising, there was points where you got to negotiate and leverage mm-hmm. and, and play play the chessboard, um, saying, like, if you want me, um I have all these qualities to bring forth what are you going to do for me um and I think if we can as a as a group as a culture if we can start accepting our talents accepting our gifts and letting people know like you know this this is profitable cuz we can turn our gifts into I mean look people are making money off of just putting together Instagram pictures, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, yeah. that's it. You know, yeah. If we if we can start showing, like, these talents are profitable and it's going to help you, but what can you do for me? That, that will bring in a whole new, whole new wave, not of advertisers, but a whole new wave of, of professionals, period.
3: Yeah.
2: So for selling products, you are your best product. You have to sell yourself.
3: No one else is going to do it for you. People will stand by you when they see that you have talent, you have drive, and you follow through and yep. you care enough to do the best that you can even if you fail sometimes the fact that you try and you show that you try and you learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. people will stand behind you but you have to sell yourself you have
2: to believe in yourself you have to be your own best advocate true
3: mm-hmm.
2: so um, can you guys talk about um, first of all like, how long have you been working at Leo Burnett uh,
4: just about a year
2: and, and you yourself uh, four years Okay, so can you guys talk about the culture of Leo Burnett? Like, how is it working in that space? Um, Just, just an associate, or and you can go into depth in your own experience. Like, how does it feel? Some people still want to have a good understanding of what is ad life. So, what is ad life at Leo Burnett for you all? exhausting okay. <laughs> and tedious. <Very.
0: laughs>
2: a, you have to be a little bit, of, especially
3: on the creative side, I think you to be a little bit of a crazy person because you
0: <laughs> put
3: yourself in these stressful <laughs> situations. But I think you have to be the type of person that, is driven by stress, and it doesn't crush you, because if it crushes you, you're done. Like, if you can't, if it overwhelms you and you shut down, like, you're not going to survive, and you have to have a tough skin. You have to be able to take criticism, even if the criticisms are coming from people that you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You have to take it in, and sometimes, you know, even if you don't agree with them, you can say, all right, I understand that this is their perception of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... You have to be exactly what a person that is, you're standing in front of needs you to be in, a, in order to get what you want and what you need. So it's not being fake and it's not changing who you are, but it's learning how to course correct and it's learning how to navigate with different people in those perceptions so that you can move forward and understand how to present yourself in different situations. Mm-hmm.
1: As a um, as a minority starting off, um, what inspired you to continue to you know to continue down this path? Because I can tell, I mean, it could be an everyday struggle. Like you're the only African American male on your floor, and it's only five of you all, I believe. In management, account management, come, yeah, yeah, like you know, I know that could be tough, you know, just working in that type of industry. So how what inspires you to keep going?
4: You know, I have the future in mind. That's really really the only way to explain it is it's hard right now, and that's something I touched on, you know, just a few minutes ago, is that in a few years I feel like the industry is going to shift and there's going to be more of us in there, more of us making big decisions, more of us doing big things, being creative directors, being account directors, being strategy directors. So for me, I feel like I'm just helping plant a seed of what's going to come. Oh, um,
3: thank you. I'm just stubborn. Yeah. I, don't like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when people try to be like, you can't do this, or tear you down. And be like, I like, I'm. I always step up to the challenge. I don't like being challenged. I like to excel over it. So yeah. the more I feel like I'm being kind of pushed aside or oppressed or someone's trying to tear me down, the stronger and harder I come back yeah. and the better I am at what I need to do and the task that I need to do. So it's like, ha! yeah Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him.
2: okay well, um, so here's another question I have for you all uh, what would be you guys touched on it a little bit, but specifically, what would be your word of advice um two parts of this com- of this question communication internally like at work um um advertising an advertising agency has different moving parts. And the only way, you, the the only way you can oil these moving parts is through communication. So, what are your word of advice for internal communication within your project that you're doing, um, or or your agency that you're or a startup, or even something that's already established? And then, add, add advice about networking tactics.
3: Uh, um, well, for the first part, like I said. Knowing your audience, so that also means knowing the people that you're dealing with, especially on a daily basis, and understanding not only like who you are and how you relate to people, but what they need from you and how they need to be related to. Because sometimes if you're not understanding how a person needs to be approached, then everything can fall apart and your communication is always going to be a wall there. Um, and like I said, that's not changing who you are, but it's just taking who you are and understanding that sometimes you need to maybe shift that for other people as well as they need to shift that for you, and really just being honest and open and trying to be upfront without coming off aggressive is really important. I would
4: agree. I think that Shakira touched on all the points that I wanted to say. (laughs) So um, definitely know your audience. I was actually speaking to somebody uh, not too long ago and explaining (coughs) to them that it really depends on who you're talking to, and that's going to inform how you deal with them. You know, some people have different work uh, strategies in which they don't like being bothered while they're doing something. Others would like you to check in all the time, you know. So I think that that's really important is to study who you're working with and build a relationship with them because without the relationship, I promise you it will never be productive.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, And then for networking, uh, just like Shakira said, be Be upfront and be, like, very uh, directive and assertive on what you want, but don't be, like, overbearing. You know, I always feel like I I never know what somebody wants from me unless they tell me. You know, somebody could just be like, hey, I just want to stay in touch with you, but maybe that's just because they think I'm a cool person. But, you know, other people can be like, I'm looking to work where you work or I'm looking to find future opportunities. Those are two different situations for me, so it's better to be, like, direct and upfront about your intentions
3: be yourself and yeah, be pleasant exactly. and be conversational find other things to relate to don't just attack someone and be like I need a job yeah. <laughs> give me a yeah, job yeah. like have a conversation <laughs> be like a person yeah. <laughs> find out who they are and what they like and what they need you might find like, friends you, yeah it might you know you never know what it's I want you to care
4: about me yeah, yeah. Right.
3: just as much as you want to feel important and special other people want you to, too. so exactly. as the way if you can achieve that and make them feel that way, then that's an appreciation, like that builds okay. a relationship to that. It's sustainable. They'll remember you. They'll be like, Oh, I know this account person that was really cool and it's really nice and you know so like Sarah Kabadu and like yeah. <laughs> and right. And right. I know and he's like "You too. Like I think he'd be a good sit here. You know, you want to make yourself memorable. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I feel like that's something that uh the Marcus Graham project did for us, at least through the interview process. I don't know about you all, um, but I know they were just like be yourself. Be yourself, be yourself and that's all they expressed, you know. So that was just something cool to catch on to and by the way, this the drum is brought to you by MGP I Create Summer Bootcamp 2015 and sponsored by our clients, which are Beats by Dre, Pepsi, and Usher's New Look there Foundation. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, we just wanted to let you all know
2: this. We just wanted to thank our sponsors. Thank you all so much for keeping us on the air. <laughs> 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 so, um. I got one more question, uh, do you, and, and I would love for you all. Do you guys have any questions for our guests? Um, oh.
1: You asked a question about the advice. I wanted to know if you all go by, like, a quote, because Leo Burnett has a lot of quotes that, like, we have a book, you know. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you for the book. <laughs> got y'all. Got
4: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. So I have a quote that I actually tell any group of people that I speak with. um, It's really simple, but it's just be the best you that you can be. Um, And the reason why I live by that quote is because you can never reach the potential that you're supposed to reach trying to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, uh, Diddy is Diddy, for example. Even if you try as hard to be just like Diddy, you won't be exactly Diddy. Mm -hmm. You know, like you need to be the best. You, you can be. Be the best Ashley you can be. Be the best Shakira you, you can be, you know? Because through that, even if you're not the richest person on earth, you still are doing something that is in your heart.
3: Word. Comparing yourself to someone else only hinders you. Exactly. From your so, greatness.
4: That's my quote. Mm. If I ever write a book, that's going to be the title.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I
3: don't know. Copyright. copyright. <laughs> I don't think I have a specific quote. I think I just... Everything and every experience that I have I kind of take and I store away in my crazy brain that holds everything and it's constantly moving and I just try to apply it to every situation so even if I'm in a tough situation I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for learning and this is an opportunity to be better and to be stronger and to, you know, pass this on to someone else when I see that they're in the same situation and I feel like Constantly being aware of yourself and being aware of the people around you helps you to grow in so many different ways that I like a lot of people don't even realize. Mm-hmm. So I'd say less of a quote and more of a philosophy is just kind of just be open and be... Don't be afraid to be criticized, and don't be afraid to criticize yourself, but also forgive yourself. Like no one's perfect; we're not perfect. And I know that I can be really, really, really hard on myself sometimes, and it can drive you crazy. And like you said, be the best self that you can be. You're the one that's measuring that, so forgive yourself and know that you, as long as you're trying and you keep moving forward and you learn from your experiences, that that's the best you can do. Thank you.
2: That's cool. Thanks. Thanks. Um, again, we want to say thank you all for coming. Um, for and just uh, they did not only come for the podcast; they came <laughs> to uh, well, we we begged for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I came to speak to 15 Hearts as an entity as an up-and-coming pop-up um, advertising agency um, to, you know, talk about not only your agency, but really give some really good advice. And I want to say that you you all gave us clarity. Yeah. You all gave us clarity. Um, being a new agency, the clients that you all have, we just think our sponsors. Again, Beats by Dre, PepsiCo, Usher Raymond's New Look Foundation. But, <laughs> um all of these, all, these are big, big accounts. These are huge accounts. And sometimes, like last night, we were here till like 10, we left like 10.45 yeah, p.m. 11. And it was just and some like, say later. Yeah, some did stay. oh, that was just the half of the group. Right. And then the people who were going to execute the project cuz we got a new assignment, big, big stuff. Um it had to stay even longer. So and then you were talking about burning yourself out. How do you all not burn yourself out and just add life? Cuz there is no sleep. There are long nights. Coffee is your friend. You know like, <laughs> I mean, honestly,
3: sometimes you just have to cry in the bathroom. Cuz <laughs> the bathroom's stall, and be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then you pull your life together, and you're like, all right, and then you get a cookie. Or you <laughs> 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 That happens more often than not.
4: Uh, I would say just find something that makes you happy outside of work. So it's hard sometimes to have a good work-life balance, like I was telling you guys earlier. On Sunday night, I left the office at 3 a.m. and had to go back Monday morning at 9 a.m., so there's not going to be times where, there, I'm sorry, there are going to be times where you don't have a good balance, but even in those few hours that you have to yourself, find something that makes you happy and that you can escape from the advertising industry because it can be stressful. Yeah. So.
3: And sometimes that means not talking to anybody on a weekend. I have many weekends where I'm like, completely shut down i'm by myself i don't want to talk to you i don't want to see you i don't want to go to the park (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 real it's (laughs) part of that rejuvenation like you have to find what rejuvenates you yeah Yeah. and no one else like so that's that's,
2: yeah yeah Yeah. take
3: care of yourself that self first. Put yourself cares. first. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 It's hard yes. to put yourself first. Like, I know that sometimes I have issues with that. putting yourself yep. first. So, always put yourself first because you all you got. I'm always, yeah, like, that's what that's I'm always, you yeah. all you got. That's like it. it.
1: the same move right there. <laughs> you
2: <laughs> all you <we> got. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm from the loop and I'm proud. <laughs> All So, um, in in lieu of that, to segue, if you do want to have an insight of ad life, you all uh, we've been we've been mentioning to you, and I don't want you guys to be behind. I want you guys to be on the forefront. 15 Hertz is releasing a a web series where we're going to talk, where you're going to see our trials, tribulations, and of course, um, triumphs uh, about our journey here, our journey in Dallas. No one's no one in our our agency is from Texas. So this is a whole new world for everyone, um, and it is called Life's a Pitch. So look for Life's a Pitch, Pitch with a P, <laughs> Pitch, um, capital P. Uh, it's coming soon to a screen near you where you will see how ad life is for um, for millennials who are trying to advertise to ourselves. So this is a great opportunity, and I know you guys want to be a part of it and hopefully for those who are listening or really interested, apply for Marcus Grand Project this up-coming summer for 2016, um, and you'll be a part of the ad life. So, again, life's a pitch. It's coming soon to a screen near you, and it's just going to be some insight on the life of 15 Hertz.
1: You know where it'll be airing it?
2: Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Social media. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's like somewhere. <laughs> two, <laughs> oh, <no.
2: laughs> I mean it, if you really want to stay connected, why don't you just follow us on social media? It's at We 15 One Five H Z on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are one five H Z on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you could just check out our website www. dot 15hz.co not com, but co okay, cause we bought our business thank you Ooh, exactly. so the, the, the 15hz.co
1: or oh, y'all can follow Ashley on Snapchat and just see the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. A-O please,
0: underscore A-O <laughs> no but
2: for real uh, or CJ's CJ's <laughs> <Or TGIF> boys <laughs> with an I know why <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Only Snapchat can like stay if you saw the Snapchat of Saturday morning when um back to earlier what we were talking about when the, the shooting <laughs> happened in Dallas, you should see that Snapchat was hilarious. Um it was basically interviews of of Joshua. Interviews
1: partying after the shooting and, uh, <laughs> we, we had to just
2: Yeah. We had to relax. Yeah, yeah, after something so detrimental. You have to relax. So <clears throat> again, So, you know, I think that's all.
1: We're going to leave y'all with some Erica Badu, but feel free to tune in next week. We're going to be in L.A. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a really, really nice, I don't know. We're going to do something different this time, I think. Therese.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We are. Because we're going to be in L.A. We'll have more guests, like the lovely guests that we had today. And uh, we'll we'll even play, like, the breeze so you can be in the open. <laughs> 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 thank you uh, so much for having
1: us. Yeah, yes. Want to thank you all for coming. Yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all for coming. Is there uh, your social media handles? Can y'all say that if, you know, people can follow you or keep on yeah, with your story? Sure. I'm trying
3: to remember mine. I think it's at. Uh, Let me check. You get.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know,
4: everybody, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Panye West. Panye <laughs> oh, yeah. West. it's a Long story why <laughs> I'm called Panye West, but you know that's what the streets call me. Um, P a a n y e, West W, H or W e
3: s. And I am at. K I R A underscore SKS 84. So at Kira
1: SKS 84. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all for coming out. Until next time, here's Erica Badu, honey.
2: And again, this, thank you for tuning in to the drum.